Hey there, this is Terry from Sued by the Debt Collector, the podcast. And in today's episode, we are going to talk about the debt collector's scam and why they feel they're justified in scamming us. Um, put on my reading glasses, you know the story. Anyway, and um, what we can do to let the wind out of their sail. You know what happens when a sailboat doesn't have any wind? It becomes dead in the water. It has no power, right? So we're going to talk about what we can do to take the power away from the debt collector and their scam. But first, as you know, sued by the debt collector, the podcast is designed for people that are facing debt collection lawsuits and plan to represent themselves, but need some how-to information or some direction. Our podcast um, provides education. We um, have real stories and we have interviews that help people in their situation. Our community, we focus on rebuilding financially and emotionally, but you know how the story goes. You have to stay tuned. Make sure that you um, catch us on Google Podcasts, uh, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music, or your favorite podcast channel. So now um, we drop new episodes every Wednesday. We try to drop new episodes every Wednesday. <laughs> and in the meantime, we just need you to stay tuned. And if this is your first time with us, we just first and foremost want to welcome you. Welcome to our community. Welcome to our podcast. And we are so glad that you joined us. And um, I'm going to ask you right now if you could press that follow button. And if you are on YouTube, welcome, welcome, welcome. We have just launched our YouTube channel. So please press that subscribe. And if it any given point you find any value in this podcast, please smash that like button. Anyway, so, and it's, it's free. It's free participation for you. So just follow us on our podcast and subscribe on the YouTube channel. We'd love to have you. And if you already are a part of the community, you know how it goes. Welcome back. This is Terry Jordan Adams, and I am your host of Sued by the Deck Collector, the podcast. You know, I just kind of want to um, say something really quickly. Sometimes um, I have to create notes or bullet points. As you know, with my brain injury, and I still do have memory issues, so sometimes if you see me looking down or looking at the computer, it's just to kind of just make sure that I'm staying on track. So I don't want you to think that I'm just being rude. I'm not. <laughs> anyway, but first I need to check in with you. How are you today? I hope you're doing well. I hope the past couple days have been super dope for you. Um, empowering or did you have an empowering week? I, I certainly hope you did. Um, I'm okay. I'm a little bit sleep deprived, but I'll sleep next month. It's fine. <laughs> but um, just a quick reminder um, to familiarize yourself with our website at sueddbythedebtcollector.com and make sure you um, subscribe to our YouTube channel. And the easy way to find our YouTube channel is to either um, in the search bar do Sued by the Debt Collector podcast or go to our website and just click the link and it'll take you right to there. So very excited about that. And um, just a reminder, our goal this year is to what? We are working towards building um, 
1,000 people up. We want to help them to um, avoid default judgments from these darn debt collectors. And I think we got this, right? Right. You guys are amazing. Oh, quick update. Um, I checked some tests, checked, checked our stats on the 18th. And um, prior to that, we were in the top two and a half percent globally ranked. And I rechecked our stats on the 18th of January. This is we're in January. And we are in the top 1%. So you guys are killing it, killing it, killing it, killing it with the global virtual intervention. Please continue. Share with your platforms. We need to create awareness so we can change the narrative. All right. Now, let's get into this episode. Uh, this episode, again, we're going to talk about um, why the debt, the debt collector scam and why they feel like they're justified in scamming us. So, but I want to start, start out with a story. You know, um, you know how we get all these scam phone calls like, you know, your Apple computer is out of date. I don't even have an Apple computer. What do you mean it's out of date? or fake Amazon orders, the electric company is coming, they're gonna, you know, they're gonna be at your house any minute, they're gonna, you know, disconnect your services because you owe a past due and you have to pay us now. Or, um, I've gotten phone calls that have said, hey, you know what, you're gonna be arrested because you have this random debt, you owe this random debt and, um, the district attorney is going to prosecute and you're going to be arrested or, you know, I'm like, oh, okay. But let me tell you <laughs> my favorite um, of these, my favorite, the favorite one that cracks me up the most is when I got the phone call that said your social security number was being suspended. Now, but just for the record, I've experienced all of those phone calls. I have, <laughs> yeah, they all, they think I'm a, a mark or something. I don't know. But this, this one is my favorite. We're going to suspend your social security number. Hmm. Well, you do know these clowns called the wrong person. <laughs> See, this, this is why debt collect. This is why debt collectors, they hate me. <laughs> you cannot intimidate me. I have been through way too much for you to call me and to intimidate me. And, I, and then I already know. The moment I hear some of the things that you're saying to me, you know, the threats, the harassment, the aggression, I already know you don't even have the foundation to be able to um, stand on your claim. Because if you did, you wouldn't resort to threats and claims. Or, I'm sorry, threats and harassment. You wouldn't resort to that. So instantly, that's a red flag. So if you're going to call me debt collectors, you better come with a new game. I'm just saying. <laughs> so, but... Just don't buy into that. If they, they start to, you know, harass you or whatever, don't be intimidated by them. They are just people on the other line that are hired to do a job. Man, don't buy into it. Anyway, so I received a phone call. And from somebody that, that was telling me, oh, you know, they were going to shut down my social security um, number, right? I was chuckling inside. I was chuckling inside because... I was about to make their day very uncomfortable. <laughs> so I said to the guy, why don't you get a job? 
You are out here calling people, trying to scam and take advantage of hardworking people. People that have worked hard for whatever they have obtained. And you're trying to scam people out of what they have. Get a job. <laughs> he tried to come back at me for a split second. Mm, I came for him harder. <laughs> you're just a scammer. Get a freaking job. And so he hung up on me. Well. You know how I said I was about to make his day very uncomfortable? Well, <laughs> I called him back. Yeah, I did. I know, I know. I was talking trash. Who do you think you are? You know, calling me, telling me that my social security number is going to be suspended and, you know, get a job. You need to get a job, you know. <laughs> You're just a scammer. Get a job. Well, he hung up on me again. <laughs> well, guys, guess what? Yeah, I did it again. I called him back. Look, I was in rare form this day. I'm just saying. And, you know, I, you know, with all these robocalls and scams and, you know, messages just dropping into your inbox without even the phone ringing and people trying to take what little bit you have, or even if you have a lot, you know, it, like this whole entitlement stuff and they're justified. And I'm like... Dang, where is the humanity? Anyway, um, so I was in rear form this day, and uh, these lights are hot. I'm just letting you know, so I gotta dab it in a bit. Um, so I called him back, and um, started going at him again. He hung up on me again. So I called back a third time, and the third time, a woman answered, and she says, "Well, you know, ma'am, you don't have to call us back." And I said, well, why not? You call me. You have no problem with calling me and trying to scam me. I'm dealing with my social security number and everything. And I, I wanted to see how you liked it. You know, so I wanted to see, you know, how they felt being harassed. It's not okay with me. What makes you think, you know, oh, no, I'm not having that. So she hung up on me. <laughs> but this time I left them alone and I didn't call them back. But um, all I'm saying is that whenever you have, you know, these debt collectors and these predators calling you, um, what makes them feel like they're justified in scamming you? I don't know. But they're just bullies. And they'll do what bullies do. Whenever you push back on a bully, what happens? Immediately, the bully will back down. So I'm telling you, first and foremost, assess the situation. Who are you dealing with? Consider the source and know that they don't have a right to bully you. You're in control of your own circumstances. So let's do our sponsorship. Today's episode is sponsored by our very own SAP program, Sued Acceleration Program. I almost had another tongue twister. Sued Acceleration Program. If you have been sued by the debt collector and you are short on time, we have created um, a emergency course for our, our community by community request, actually, to help people get through their situation quickly and to avoid a default judgment. But I am going to tell you right now, time wasted is expensive. Do not wait for us to help you. Okay, so 
you can access the um, the course at um, sueedbythedebtcollector.com. And if you are, um, just click the link once you get there. And if you are on YouTube, I will actually also, um, in the um, write-up that's below the video, I will put a link in there so that you can access it directly from there also. So, but I want to make sure that we're helping as many people as possible. And time is not on your side if you have been sued by the debt collector. So you have to make sure you utilize every moment or otherwise time wasted will become expensive. All right, now back to our episode. So here's a question for you. What makes these scammers think um, debt buyers, debt collectors uh, feel like they are justified in, in their behavior? Okay, well, answer it out loud. What makes them feel, I'll ask the question, what makes them feel like they're justified in their behavior? You know, scamming, being aggressive, you know, rude, whatever it is. Did you answer? Well, you know what? You are absolutely right. But there is one more. There is more, I should say. Let me elaborate. Scam. Do you know what scam means? Scam means still confused about money. What? Scam means still confused about money. And for the scammer, you become their prey or their scammy, right? You still with me? So how did that happen? How did it happen? Well, I'm glad you asked. These debt buyers, debt collectors, bullies, predators, scammers, they all rely on the fact that you are still confused about money, which makes you scammable if you are. So how are we confused about money? Let's use my own story as an example. These people thought I was scammable by telling me that they were going to shut down my social security number. They were going to suspend it. But I was not confused about money, right? I was not confused about my social security. One, the information that they were giving me was easily verifiable with the social security administration, as a matter of fact. So I did not have to trust the person that was on the phone with me that they were telling the truth because I could just verify this myself with the Social Security Administration. First thing. Second thing, the Social Security Administration does not call you. They will not call you. That's a big old lie. Red flag. Beep, beep, beep. Red flag. Okay. Three, the Social Security Administration does not shut down or suspend your social security number unless it's by, by your request because somebody's using your social security card or you know there's, an ex, there's extensive fraud or something like that. It has to be by your request. And then you have to jump through hoops to get there. So why does the debt collector think that you're scammable, that you're, you're still confused about money? Well, because most people don't verify what's being told to them, Ooh, right? Most people do not verify what's being told to them. So whether it is a letter or a phone call or a debt collection lawsuit, it all needs to be verified. All of it, it all needs to be verified. So in the, in the lawsuit, a lot of people think, oh my God, I'm being sued. And so you have to deal with the outcome of being sued. Stop. No, you don't. The first thing you need to do is verify the contents of what's in that lawsuit to see if it's if they're scamming you. 
because a lot of times they scan you, especially in these debt collection lawsuits. So the first thing you need to do is put yourself in an auditor position and you need to verify that which is being told to you. Okay. So, um, also, oh, before I forget, never, 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 ever, 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 ever verify your personal information over the phone. The only time you should be okay with verifying your personal excuse me, personal information over the phone is if you are actually calling them. So if you call your bank and they're wanting you to verify your personal information, well, you call them so you know exactly who you have on the other line. But at which point somebody calls you and says, hey, well, you know, we need your social security so we can verify you are who you are. Uh, no. Or we, we need your last name. We need to verify your address. We, I don't, I tell people all the time, I'm sorry, I do not verify any of my personal information over the phone. Because at the end of the day, you cannot see the person on the other line. You don't know any kind of relationship. You don't have any kind of relationship with them. And people call you every day scamming anyway. So do not give your personal information over the phone. It's your phone. You don't have to answer it. It's your personal information. You don't have to give it. Well, we need that to, you know, da, da, da. Well, you know, I'm sorry. I can't help you do your job. My personal information is sacred to me. So, and I just tell people, look, put it in writing at whatever address you have and we'll go from there. I don't have an obligation to, to anybody that's calling me, telling me I need your personal information. Yeah, that's not happening. <laughs> so, uh, let's see where am I at? Okay. Um, what I've seen repeatedly with debt collection um, lawsuits is that the debt buyer will tell you that they are they will repeatedly tell you that they are um, the sole owners of your um, accounts, okay? But they don't have any concrete information to confirm that. So what I've seen a pattern of is their self-proclamation behavior. You know, oh, we bought this debt. Oh, we own it now and you owe us. Okay, show me. Show me. That's all I'm saying. Just show me. Um, they will tell you that they are su successors in interest to the original creditor. And since they bought the debt, now you have to pay them. Okay. Show me. This is what I'm saying. Verifiable information. I hear you telling me what it is, but I don't see anything that I can confirm for myself. If you can't read it for yourself, must, you know, must not be true. Could be a scam. Isn't that interesting? Well, they they believe that, you know, we're still confused about money, you know, scammable, not happening. So um, here's the thing. I am not still confused about money. I know who I borrowed it from. I know I don't have a contractual obligation to the self-proclaiming -pro -pro new people I don't have a contractual obligation to the self-proclaiming new people. And just because they say they bought it in a pool of accounts doesn't mean that I have anything to confirm or deny that either way. So just because they tell you doesn't make it true. Um, I know what I do know is that you can't have my money unless I give it to you. 
And a lot of times they call you, much, it's like, you know, you hear, watch stories on TV about, you know, cops arresting these people and then they try to get, they try to get confessions out of people. And with these confessions, what they do is um, they try to get you to tell them your story so they can convict you on your story. Well, who the heck are you? I don't even know you. I'm not going out like that. So they will go so far as to include exhibits as a smokescreen. Um, I'll give you an example. They will include a bill of sale and say, um, see, look, we own your debt. But what I'm here to tell you is I have looked at hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of cases with the bill of sales. And because they purchased these sales in a pool of accounts, no individual account is reflected on that bill of a sale, bill of sale. So how can you prove to me using that particular document that you own my account? I don't think so. So if you ever see a bill of sale as proof, make sure you're doing your due diligence and verify the information that's included on it. Um, does it show anything related to you, your name, the account number, anything show, you know, you got to look for things that prove that they purchased your account and it's not going to be on the bill of sale because it's just not. <laughs> and the other part of that is like dealing with the bill of sale. There's also a second part. There's a purchase and sale agreement. Well, they never include that because the original creditor says we do not attest to the accuracy of the accounts being sold in the pool. So if they provide that, that puts a hole in their case. So they provide a random generic bill of sale. So I'm just saying that. So now let's see, um, making sure that you're verifying everything. Um, okay. So, you know, what? let me give you another story. Another story. One day I got a call from this guy. He was telling me that he was um, from the electric company. And um, he proceeded to tell me that they were on their way to my house to disconnect my services unless I paid him right now so he could stop the disconnection. And, you know, well, you know my red flag radar. Do, 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 do. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and what I immediately knew is that he was about to have a very uncomfortable day. Now, I do I do nothing that I don't verify. If I don't verify it, then you get nothing, period. So I am telling, so I'm, so I'm stalling with this guy on the phone. And I'm like, um, okay, so I'm asking him, so how much do I owe? And he says 700 and some change. It was like $730 or something like that. Well, I have never owed 700 anything on my electric bill. So that's the first thing. So he's starting to get upset. He's yelling. He's becoming aggressive and he's got an attitude. And I'm like, I'm asking him, hey, why are you so upset? Why are you taking this personally? If my electric gets turned off, that's on me. And I'm like, you know what? You must not like your job. I don't know what's going on with you. You must not like your job. In the meantime, what do you think I'm doing? Absolutely. 
I'm getting onto the computer, bringing up my electric account to check and see if there's any unnatural activity or any monkey business. And, and of course there isn't. And so then what I proceeded to make his day uncomfortable. Here I go again. Why don't you get a job instead of you trying to scam people? You know, it is ridiculous. Who do you think you are? Yeah, I'm going in again. So what do you think happened? Absolutely. He hung up on me. I don't understand why people keep hanging up on me. I don't understand why everybody keep, All I'm doing is just answering the phone. So, I mean, if you don't want me to, you know, tell you the truth, you might not want to call me. <laughs> anyway, I had fun telling you these crazy scammer stories. The moral of the story is if it is not verifiable, then it is probably a scam, but it is not you that is still confused about money. It is not you. So this is Terry Jordan Adams. I am your host of Sued by the Debt Collector. Don't forget to sus subscribe to our YouTube channel and join our community at suedbythedebtcollector.com. Thank you so much for joining me and I'll catch you in the next episode. Peace.